Okay. Mm. Where are you? I'm in the living room. Uh, nice. We'll take this coat off. There you go. Uh. No, keep it on for atmosphere. For sweat? You want to hear me sweat? <laughs> yes, I want to. Yeah. I want to hear you sweat. Sounds That's hot. gross. Uh, That's inappropriate. Oh, fuck. Let me go. Speaking of that, let me go throw my laundry in the dryer. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, the thing that would be scary about that is if your sweating did make a sound. That would be terrifying, actually. That would be interesting. Yes, that's what we call a medical condition. Ah, welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, all you new listeners, to another episode of the Otaku Connection. And I've got something special for you today. Say hi, gentlemen. Uh, hello. I'm here for the intro. Hello. We snuck in through the back door. Special uninvited guest. That's right. Joseph Burchette and Michael Pangelina are here with me for this very special intro. It's a very special episode, I suppose. Uh, I gotta apologize to you guys. You're kind of getting a very shut up and screwed sort of version of this episode. Still, well, it, it ran kind of long, but uh, no worries. Uh, either one of you want to tell them why? We're going to get the golden episode soon. Golden shower. Why? Yeah, that's going to be all over you with this new special episode. I guess we went too deep and we named too many names. Yeah. Is that uh, what happened? Partially, but really, we, we just talked a lot. A lot. Yeah. We had a yeah. shit ton to say. It's a whole yeah. lot of anime. Nearly two hours. So, you know, if you have a long podcast, you just happen to enjoy listening to us talk, which if you do, thank you. Oh, God. God, let us know you're there. But, uh, yeah. There's something Are you cool. there? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> Well, anyway, I got another episode for you. Um, I think. Oh wait, yeah. Blah. Listen to the Golden Boy episode. I'm confused. Anyway, please enjoy. Actually, this is the bonus episode. Um, yeah, long story, but uh, what's new with me? Uh, hopefully, I can tell you that later when I'm not babysitting. But yeah. Till then, please enjoy this very. Very special episode. Okay, gentlemen. Mary F. Kill. Let's do it. All right, and, and we got we got six six women to choose from. So, yeah, you normally play it with three, but we got six, so this shouldn't be too difficult. Hmm. Uh, you know what I mean when I say Mary F. Kill? Yes. 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 Alright, who wants to go first? Well, I don't really remember all their names very clearly, but I can uh, just go It's off. okay, you can just throw out a description. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I guess Mary... Uh, I don't know, man. I got some words to say about this show, but uh, 
I guess the shit. Oh, in the episode with <laughs> the really, I think it was the third episode, the really passive little noodle shop girl. I like her. Oh, yeah. The sort of girl next door. Yes. Marry her. The, the Japanese ideal, I should call her. Yes. And uh, what was the other other parts? Buff, buff, whatever. That would definitely have to be. Actually, it wouldn't. It would be the girl from on the motorcycle. I like her. I like her a that's, lot. That's the one you're going to have. Yes. And then the kill would have to be. I don't really want to kill any of them. They're all fine. Uh, oh, that that the in, in the same episode with the noodle shop, the the girlfriend of the evil evil guy or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. okay. she seemed like I wanted to the uh, primary girls, but we can get we can do that. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's all for me. For those, yeah. uh, Angelina. Um. um. Let me just say that I'm I'm come I'm sick. We'll just say that. Um, yeah, I've got health issues going on, so if I sound down, um, that's why. Um, Mary, I'll go with the um, in the first episode. There's like this redhead girl with like a voice that I like. <laughs> Um, so her, she's a very side character, but she seems nice. Uh, and I like mm-hmm. that, but not like timid. Uh, let's see. F. I think I really like the swimming instructor. <laughs> she's just a babe in the haircut and she's like got that dark and mysterious thing going on. That's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that the dark and mysterious thing never lasts. Um, and then yeah. kill. Um, I wouldn't kill any of them, but if we're just saying the one I don't like or feel ambivalent on is, I don't know. Maybe the boss in the first episode. <laughs> Some women are scary. <laughs> yeah, she's not scary. She's just, I don't know, she's a pain in the ass and like a little pretentious. When she she hits him with the car, just gives him money and then leaves. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I really I don't hate any of them. Uh, mm-hmm. They're all pretty lovable. Yeah, uh, they have their quirks. Yeah. Um. Uh, ah, words. Anyway, so I'm marrying the uh, cell painter, uh, screwing the motorcycle chick, and killing the mafia princess because I think she's a sociopath. <laughs> oh yeah, she's awful. Definitely a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I kind of want to change my answer to that one. Okay. Maybe, I, maybe I didn't say her because. But yeah, she's she was very immature. Yeah, huge cock tease. Yeah, God, that was so wrong. It's like you gotta wonder how many people she got killed playing that little game. Mm, A lot. 
a lot of people in or at the very life. least got beaten because of, like how many people are in the hospital because of her oh yeah they beat the shit out of Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they gave so him the good. treatment yeah <laughs> it's so good seeing him bounce around it's <laughs> so tight <laughs> well I feel bad for Kentaro he takes he takes some good ass whoopings over the course of this series yeah. well he deserves it half the time and the other half maybe he doesn't <laughs> yeah. I think that the ones he deserves are usually limited to a punch in the face whereas mm. the really bad ones <laughs> yeah. are fault of his own or through little fault of his own yeah. he tries. he's so naive yeah he is very much so mm. like I think uh, uh, the moment of that that really stands out is when he sees a uh, uh, super slick sleazeball mm. like talk like some Yakuza guy and he's like oh he must have a lot of friends yeah exactly god that guy's a sleazy motherfucker <laughs> god the kick <laughs> I remember when you first noticed that <laughs> you were just doing the kick for like the whole weekend. Oh yeah, you guys haven't seen it. It was well, we first saw this. I was first exposed to this. Uh, uh, I don't know, fucking over a decade ago, when I would go stay at Jump Kills's house in the garage, or not in the garage, but yeah. Anyway, this guy sits down. And he he puts his leg over his knee. He does that thing, but he he kicks into the air before yeah. he settles his leg down. It's and then great. slowly drops it. Yeah, but like that's just a testament to the you know we were talking about Cagliostro about um, the little things in the animation that are yeah. hilarious. This animation is just full of that. And everything in this is animated so, uh, like, lovingly. It's, mm. it's it's a very good moving anime. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Very much. Uh, before, a, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, it's just amazing too that they they keep up that pace too for not a standard twenty minutes, but a half an hour every episode. Just solid, amazing piece of animation. And uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it now or later, but the and it's I love how beautiful it looks. And then the last episode is like a tribute to animation. Yeah, I'll get into that later. Yeah, I like that. Um, for anyone possibly weirded out by my starting this off with a Mary F. Kill, I was trying to sort of get specifically me and Mike, but all of us back into the mindsets of our perhaps our adolescence which is where I when rather I discovered this anime um, but yeah let's uh, start with the usual Joe what did you think about the series overall uh, uh, so unlike you guys this was the first time that I saw this series but I did remember when I was younger that a lot of people would talk about this anime and how great it was and and all that stuff but when i i don't know when i watched the series all six episodes it's i think because i have already seen so much anime and i've seen a lot of these these different type of things that they were doing like the whole really super perverted and really horny main character and all these 
really funny like things start happening around him with all these girls and stuff. I found that to be rather tiring. It was funny. I, I mean, I was definitely chuckling here and there. But after the first episode, I was kind of done with it. The things that I was actually way more interested in, and by far my most favorite episode out of all six of the, the shows, was definitely the first one. Not so much for the the main character, but actually for the episode itself, because it was kind of connecting so much to how things are happening now. I thought it was so great that they were having an entire tech startup company. The fact that the episode was revolving around that, that was awesome. And the fact that it was run by solely by a bunch of women. I mean, considering how we have all mm-hmm. these diversity issues and all the other things happening right now, I was like, whoa, this is really cool that this is actually doing all of this back then. Because mainly back then, it was really just strictly men yeah. running those kind of companies. So I thought that connection was really out of nowhere and how they were mentioning C plus especially in Japan. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And how they yeah. were and how they were really going into detail about the different programming languages they were using and how he unplugged the server and all that kind of stuff. So and how mm-hmm. they actually went into detail into the type of applications that they were making an edu- they're making um like educational like software for American companies. And then they started going a bit more in detail into why they were not building it for the Japanese, uh, building it for Japan and, and for America instead. And it's just, that is what I thought was way more interesting because I, the vibe I was going to, I started getting from the show was that, okay, this is cool. We have this character and he's basically kind of exploring all these different types of jobs and how, and what happens during those different types of jobs and like what processes you have to go through and, you know, all that kind of really cool stuff. And the whole, the antics that he was kind of going into, like the whole scene with, he was kind of just like sniffing the the woman's toilet and all that weird things. I mean, it was funny, but I was just so much more interested in the actual, like them exploring the job that he was doing at the time. Yeah. It, it made me actually start mm-hmm. to think of other animes like Yakita, uh, no Japan. I think I'm saying that right. And yeah, Hikaru no go where those were animes uh, that were focused mainly on a particular area like Yakitano Japan was focused on baking and they went deeply into the science behind baking and what making bread and what's behind that. And then like Crown no go was all about the board game go and diving deep into that. And so I started getting this really sense that, all right, this is going to be so cool that he's going to be exploring all these really different jobs in each episode. And he kind of does that, but they never go really too far into it. It's more so about the crazy antics that he kind of encounters and him trying to like help these people come to some sort of realization about their job and all that kind of stuff, which was fine. But to me, what I found way more interesting was the actual jobs that he was uh, participating in versus him as a character. He was really kooky and funny. And I thought that was great, but I just felt it felt a little eh, like cliche and tiring after the first episode. Mm-hmm. But, um, so overall for my first experience with golden boy, I liked it, but I just kind of wish that the focus was a bit more on what he was doing that than actually his, his, his crazy antics and adventures that he has actually doing it. T- to me, that felt like it could have been a much more interesting story than, um, than what they were doing uh, with the show as it is. But 
Anyway, I know that's that's kind of way different from what I'm assuming a lot of people were probably thinking when they went into Golden Boy. I mean, if it was little Joe, like Joe, like high school Joe or middle school Joe (laughs) watching this, I would have been, I, I would have wanted way more nudity way more perversion and i would have just been i would have just lost my mind and had a lot of fun with it but i think the joe now i'm looking at things a little bit differently and and what i want and what i want is something a bit more intellectual and stimulating versus than just nudity and and i'm just being honest That's I'm what, just messing with yeah. you. I mean, it's just um, the, the floppy boobs were cool and the bounciness. <laughs> that was, eh, I'm kind yeah. of, it's like, eh, I'm not that interested anymore. Great animation on those titties. Yes, it was all very fluid animation, but. Yeah, yeah they were furious. That's, that's... Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Well, first off, Joe, um, I think we can add tech startup to the list of uh, animes we'd like to see. Yes. Cool topics we'd like to see turned into animes God, alongside yes. bodybuilding. Me. Yes, I would love to see a tech startup anime. Alongside uh, what? Bodybuilding. There's no animes about bodybuilding. There's really? animes featuring elements of them. Uh, what about manga? At it. What about what? Manga. Uh, no manga either. Strangely <laughs> enough, at least none that I've seen. Hmm. It's got to be out there. <laughs> yeah. Have I, you specifically I've, googled I've, it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've searched. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I always come across uh, other things which feature elements of them, like mm. martial arts shows which uh, feature aspects of it in their training. Mm. Uh, but you know, and it's funny too because I'm finding more and more now that a lot of people trying to build themselves up like that are drawing inspiration from animes, specifically Dragon Ball Z is a big one. Yeah, but uh, that's a minor tangent, I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll kind of go a bit more in depth on the individual episodes. So, uh, Mike, what's your feelings? Uh, yeah, this will be interesting. Uh, what are your feelings overall about it now compared to how you felt about it when I introduced Let's see. you? Uh, a little bit of what Joe was saying. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, this is like," I mean, it's exactly how I remember it um, and and some of it was it was like a slow burn for me back into loving it but by the end I did um, like at the beginning it was like <laughs> uh, and it's tough because I've seen it and some of the jokes I, I knew were coming but they're still really good um, like mm. when he goes to confront the Yakuza and then just turns <laughs> but it's it's like i knew that one was coming and i I saw a few other ones coming because i've seen it like the um the the drowning scene still it was like (laughs) i see where this is going but then just like watching the animation it it still kind of got me a little bit i still so hard at that like my sister was yelling at me across the hall like what are you laughing at yeah but uh you know I mean, like Joe said, it, it, and I, I'm not as hard on it, but I, it did bring me back to like, like certain scenes, like you know when he's fucking, when he can't stop getting boners and shit. It's like, damn, it's like, yeah. this is so, it's real, <laughs> like the <that laughs> shit that that horny dudes gotta worry about, you know? Yep. Um. Yeah, that's 
And uh, I don't know if I noticed it before, but like, like Joe was saying, all the you know where he's they really get into all of the different occupations, and they get in like they really did their research on that shit, and that's cool. And mm-hmm. especially um, the last episode, you see yeah. that a lot. I love that. It's, oh, it's yeah. really great. Like it reminded me. Oh, that's right. That's where probably where I learned what an in betweener was. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I, something about me like identifies with Kintaro, and not just because he's a horny bastard. But it's and this has stuck with me over the years. Like it's, I think I've talked to you about this before, but it, it's made a profound impression as far as the idea that someone um, is addicted to learning. You know, mm-hmm. he's like James Franco. He, he just has to learn about things, and it's yeah. it's strange. Like I'm kind of the same way, right? Like or I try to be. Like I have all these different interests and things are. And like a good a good example was I I put out a Christmas album, <laughs> and it was like the no, dumbest yeah. thing. But I did it, and I was like kind of pleased with it. And one person bought it, and it made a few <laughs> other people laugh. And then it was not a, it didn't like take off or anything. But like that was it. Like I did it. I moved on to the next thing. Just. So creatively, it's kind of inspiring to like, I've been trying to do that lately a lot too. just move from creative project to creative project, just get things done. Um, but, I, but I really like, like I, going back to what I was saying before, just being, especially when I, before I, after I graduated high school and then went to junior college, just, and this is kind of, I feel like it's almost a love letter to that age group. Like he's 25 Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a love letter to your your early to mid twenties. It's just like trying to figure out what you want to do in life. But mm-hmm. for me personally, it like for me personally, it's because I love learning about things, and it would be cool if I could master everything that I was into. Like, it would be cool if I could become like if I became an amazing skateboarder. But <laughs> it's not. But it's like. Yeah. I it, it lets you develop this appreciation for for all these different aspects of life, and that's what I think. Kind of the heart of Golden Boy and the heart of Kentaro is is he's yeah he's just very much a a human, and he has this like beautiful naivete about life that which I love. Like he sees beautiful woman, and he goes a little too far sometimes, but he you know. A, it kind of it, it does go a little bit deeper. Well, he, where he he sees them as objects, but then he gets to know them as people and their motivations, and then he helps people, and then he just moves along. It's just I don't know something about him has really resonated with me over the years. Even though you could just look at him as like a dirty pervert, but to me he's so much more than that. And he's, yeah, I think some of what helps to pull him away from that moniker it's it's a twofold thing one the name of the show in regards to him kind of sort of like what you're saying where uh yeah sure he does kind of lose his shit in regards to like desires for these people but gets to know them as people there's also the fact that his uh sex drive is kind of a curse like mm. It yeah. comes back and bites him in the ass, yeah. and like, like ninety of the show. 
Like I said, it's just like it's kind of a portrait of being a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I mean, the character Yeah, I after Mike yeah, after Mike said all that stuff, it really did make me think about his character a little bit more. I think I was a bit too much focused on wanting to learn more about his the occupations he was kind of he was he was doing. Um yeah, I mean, his character is so real. And uh, I mean, I was thinking back at that age, I was pretty much the same age. I mean, I wasn't going around with a boner everywhere, but uh, <laughs> well, but yeah, I kind of was. But it's just that's about to say, be real, Joe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, so uh, we all wore big pants for a reason, <laughs> right? Uh, right. I still kind of do sometimes. <laughs> but what I, yeah, I think he definitely is a reflection of every type of person around that particular age. I mean, it's it's only natural. I mean, it's just around that time you have an extremely high sex drive, and he clearly made that very public, even when he didn't try to. Uh, and then the only thing I, I really love that he would do going back to the whole constantly wanting to learn thing was that he was always keeping notes and keeping track of what he was currently learning at that time to what I would assume in the future to kind of help him kind of look back on what he had learned and kind of let it let use that to help yeah. him in whatever job he does next. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Well, it shows, yeah. it shows yeah. in it some all... moments. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, well, that all culminates in like the last episode, right? Too. Mm, yeah. But also, it's just like another true. another thing. It's like I or I don't know if it goes back to golden, but it, it just speaks to like his character and like I don't know. It's weird. I don't want to make it all about me, but it's like I take tons of notes too. And then there's like another level where <laughs> going into school, and maybe this was like a an ideal I carried with me from Goldeneye. Like when I went to the big fancy art school that I went to, I was always just like, I just want to be, I want to learn the skills and get good work out of this. Like the degree doesn't even matter to me. I just want to be able to say that I am a good graphic designer or decent. Mm -hmm. And I ended up not finishing because of financial issues, but I, I did go more than halfway and I was pretty close, but it's like, it's funny every time hearing that that closing every time where he's like he finished all of his courses but then he withdrew <laughs> yeah it's like it's he had it's all weird. he needed to graduate but withdrew and yeah yeah it's an interesting it's like, thing about right it's because it's it's not the degree that's important to him it's the knowledge right yeah yeah which is oh my god was it once again it's almost it's kind of talking about how things are today with the whole just how at least with the tech industry what's important is not so much that your fancy degree it's the knowledge it's all about what you've yeah. learned and picked up and what yeah. you can show it's the same mm -hmm. way design well there you go so it's just it's that way in a lot of things yeah yeah because especially nowadays because things are evolving yeah um yeah. like fields are evolving and even if you have a degree from 10 years ago you're expected to be keeping up with the advances in your field and be able to survive yeah. Mm -hmm. So just, it's just really, I just got to go back to that first episode again. Just that episode was just, it mirrors so much of like the now. It just was kind of blowing my mind. Yeah. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that episode the yeah. most. And I almost feel like that episode, almost like, I'm not saying they weren't forward thinking and doing it, but I, I almost feel like it was 
it just kind of came out of necessity like we need to have him in this setting but yeah. we also need him to be around a bunch of hot women so let's combine the two and yeah. then but uh but it, it worked well i think mm. I, I think <clears throat> one thing that <laughs> Maybe this is the, another snobbish thing. But another thing that really bothered me a lot in that first episode, because my background is I come from the tech world and I'm a programmer. So one thing that just really threw me off was I, I understand they had to have him around a whole bunch of women. That seems to be a common theme in all the episodes. But it's just, why was the tech, why was the CEO dressed that way? No CEO in their right mind would ever, ever be dressed that way. Yeah. It's her it's company. She can do what he wants. I know it's an anime. Yeah. I know. I know it's her company. It's, <laughs> it's like an anime. it's just. But I just. I was just thinking that. Okay, nowadays with all the the problems that women are having in the industry, they no one no yeah. one in their right mind would ever dress that way. Yeah. Like yeah. I Here's, said, here's they, the thing. They you took two think about ideas it. and slapped them together. Yeah, and another thing that really got to me. I, once again, I know this is. I know this is an anime, but there was a girl's locker room in the <laughs> in the like where oh, was. Yeah. It, it's like they had to put some sort of some piece in there so he would have an ex- there would be an excuse for him to get into some weird scenario with panties and bras and well that's Japan for I don't you know. um, I worked in uh, what is it uh, I did security for a while and I worked in like a big a couple of big buildings and not all of them like these were like government buildings but one of them did have a locker room I think this was the one that had the kind of hours that necessitated some sort of gym and like uh once you um can ask of like a certain amount of time or a certain number of hours within a day i don't know what the exact number is you have to have certain accommodation on hand and this place was at the point i had to have a gym on hand and that one had uh, a locker room in it so no i maybe, yeah no i mean there are yeah, I mean, even the, the the company that I used to, the tech company I used to work at, we had a, a locker room and shower inside of the the building. But it's just they didn't. I mean, you didn't see a shower or anything like that. It just looked like a normal locker room. They didn't give any type of impression that they were changing to go to the gym or any lead in. It was just literally them walking in, it like they were getting changed. changed. To go out. Yeah, well, you don't changing to go out inside of the work. You don't do that. Did you ever go into the girls' yeah, locker room at your your startup, Joe? Not <laughs> why would I do that? But you don't. I'm just saying. Hey, you got to learn life like. study. You don't know what it looks like in there. Y- you're right. I don't. <laughs> but it's just that just seemed a bit. <laughs> I've never. I mean, no. yeah. It's. I mean, part of it, like when I was first starting, I was just like, ooh, like, is this going to be bad? Or, but it, it wasn't as bad as as I would think. Just because I think it, it balances out and it and it does treat a lot of them like real characters. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? What were we talking about before that? Talking about locker rooms. Oh, just kind of the... Uh... Oh, right, right, right. The uh, My other thought going back into this was like, yeah, and I feel like this does it better than a lot of other shit that I see, uh, and it handles the material. Like, um, I don't know if I want to use the word maturely, but... <laughs> but it dives a little deeper. It, it a lot of it does feel like it's comes out of that um, sexually repressed element yeah. that Japan has going Japan. for it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it is so forward that 
it subverts it almost i think it was kind of shock shock like it's not just it a product of it it is it, also kind of analyzing it yeah yeah i kind of want to see yeah. like an updated version of this i would have loved to see what they would do with this now yeah yeah, that was always a big question, and I, I've talked about this with Jumper Cables before, but I'm, I, you might know more now that we have more internet. Like, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. Why is it only six? Like, why did they never make well, more? Well, um, did they? This was, uh, I want to say this was made in, like, I'm not sure if it's the tail end of, like, the OVA boom that started in the the mid or maybe late 80s in Japan. Um, it, it was tied to Japan's uh, having like an e- economic bubble. Like they were doing really well in the 80s mm. money-wise. And this showed in the animation in the sense that they had a lot more money to burn. Like a lot of like some of the more amazing shows you'll find in regards yeah. to animation alone are going to be found in the 80s as well as the uh, early 90s. And what they would do, OVAs kind of came out as a part of this. Um, I think I talked about it in Riding Dean, try and make it a Cliff Notes version. OVAs were the anime side of what it was referred to in Japan as V-Cinema, their straight-to-video market. Their straight-to-video market had garnered a lot more respect because there was a lot more freedom in it, and a lot of uh, big names latched onto it for that freedom. And, you know, in the case of the OVA, you weren't limited to a certain format, a movie format, a TV show format. You could do one movie-length episode. You can do two movie-length episodes. You can do something 45 minutes, 50 minutes, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, and any number of episodes you wanted. Uh, Amongst uh, the other reasons, whether it was just, like, purely artistic or adapting something, sometimes people would put out OVAs just as, like, high-end advertising for their manga or a jump start for you to jump into a long-running manga series and i think golden boy was kind of the case in that in that what it covers is a maybe a, a cleaner version of the first volume of the manga granted there's some uh some pretty big differences in regards to the anime and the manga, both um, mainly in content. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the reason why it just kind of ends there. Is it dirtier than too. the show? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> for example, I can't remember if episode three, the one that's like straight out of a sitcom, is actually in, in the manga or... It, like I'm not sure if it was made up for the series or if it just occurs later in the manga because the Which chapter three of volume one is a lot different and involves some really slutty chicks. Hmm. Uh, uh, oh, part three or episode three. That was the noodle shop. Uh, the noodle shop. And the sleaze very, ball guy. Pretty, yeah. pretty tame episode. Yeah. I appreciate nice it. It's a nice break from... It's a nice yeah. break from uh, Kintaro versus his own sex drive. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is what I appreciated about it too. Is it? It wasn't like full throttle that the whole time. Like it would take breaks to explain what, uh, you know, user interface. Wow, the importance of user interface and like animation and, and we had the noodle shop episode and the 
animation episode. You know, it's funny. I remember uh, that last episode as being a, entirely about uh, like him working in a hentai office, but really that's only mentioned like a couple <laughs> times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were talking about boobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. We've kind of touched a lot of points off but no, no, I want to try something a little different. Let's try working through this uh maybe chronologically. You guys okay with that? Go for it. You're the boss, Tony Dancer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh jeez. So yeah, um I guess just covering things we didn't already mention <laughs> uh about that first episode. Uh uh well is there anything you guys want to mention about that first episode? Mm, I think Joe kinda of said everything he has to say about it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just those nipples really stick out. <laughs> the outfit where her nipples are coming through—it's a really it's a, not even like it was a particularly like stuck with me as like oh that's hot. It's just like huh. Yeah, that's my reaction because, too. Because because there aren't there aren't that many nipples. I feel like there are some, but it's not super egregious. Even though all everything else is like it does stay pretty PG thirteen. Mm, um, there's some, there's some hair boobs at random points, but uh, yeah. yeah, I remember when I showed this to uh, Ed, uh, mutual friend. Uh, he told me after watching the opening, <laughs> I was worried this was going to be a hentai. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's. Yeah. It's really weird. When I saw her, I, my my first instinct, <laughs> at least I kind of hoped it would have been, but it wasn't, would be, yes, the M's be some boobies, and I say some tetas, <laughs> but it was not. <laughs> it was, ah, oh, God, put a shirt on and tell me more about your company. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what I wanted. I was so interested. I wanted to know... More about what yeah. they, what they were doing and how it works. So chivalrous, Joe. I'm just, I'm just. It was. It was no, it, he's just married to his work. It was just fascinating. Oh. I, I found it to be just so fascinating mm. that. Um, uh, while we're on the, well, before we we go off of the uh, her uh, the 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 the, 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 the CEO. I don't know. We'll call it that. Um, let me just say that that that's a reckless ass woman. You see the way she was driving in residential area. She's a CEO. She can do what she wants. Yeah. She thinks she can and do what she tech wants. Startup bosses. <laughs> she's, she's got the she's got the money. She's got the yen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Well, she can kill anybody else driving like that. Mm. Damn. But um, another thing about the company itself is the way Kintaro sort of moving around, asking questions, collecting information. I feel kind of like that's the way. Um, I won't say serious business types because that's going to invoke the wrong impression, but business types, the people trying to work their way up, people who join the company with the idea of attaining like executive level stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, you see it in every movie. There's like a little fucking intern in a suit with glasses following, just shadowing uh, someone, taking mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. They get like two yeah. dialogues. It's. It's heartfelt in the case of Kintaro. 
not to say that anyone who uh, sets out with that kind of goal isn't, but yeah, it's <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys just just bear with me. I got one more complaint on the tech thing. It's just because it drove me absolutely insane when when he unplugged the server and then they lost the program or whatever. And then by himself in one week, he managed to teach himself C. That's not no. He's gonna. He taught himself the yeah. C programming language, okay. and he he taught himself the UI, the U, everything, just by listening yeah, to other people. I just, people. Well, ah, I just well, hold on. Um, well, I wanted to ask you uh, if well, he pulls off another feat prior to this, um, prior to coming into that office to work, is uh, he teaches himself basic using a book and a paper keyboard. And that was fucking ridiculous if, when I saw if, that. If the dialogue sub is any indication, he did it. He pulled an all-nighter to do it. Just to say, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't real, though. You can't do that. It's not... fine, Joe. He defies the laws of physics. He can defy the laws of... of... And, and the not so subtle implication here is that he's actually kind of a genius. I know, I know, I, I know. He's like some sort That's of super. Yeah. I, I just he's a savant. I know, I know he is. I, it just it, I'm a programmer, so it just bothered it just bothered me. I just had to say that. That's all. So anyway, I'm done. I'm no more. Okay. Oh, uh, I mean, then there's there's some other things about uh, him pulling that uh, feed off at the end, such as like, okay, the programming is one thing, but uh, what about like the graphics and the assets and all that stuff? How did he? Yeah. Who's did he? No. About that type. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. That didn't even make any. I'm just gonna. Some of this is uh, like anime or TV magic, you know. I know. Uh, yeah. Some people are just good at design. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, I know, but this Although, is. I think I think they just had more school. Right. Yeah, I, I knew this one girl who was in class once, and she just like murdered the assignment. Like her, I have such a design crush on her because she's amazing. Like she didn't really say much during the semester, and we saw her work, and it was good. But then, like when we presented at the end, it was just like her shit just blew everyone's shit out of the water. It was like fuck like this is like three times the amount of work <laughs> but then I got to know her a little more yeah. and it's, it's like oh you went to like fucking design school before this design school right? <laughs> yeah anyway, I don't know why I brought that I mean, it's possible someone can do it it's insanely rare but I know this guy was some sort of savant ish person yeah it's yeah. magical real well it's not even say real it's just magical yeah yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's a magical anime plot twist. He's a super genius. He can learn how to do anything within a week. Yeah. Well, it's not even the plot twist. It's just the plot. Right. That's what I love. Plot, like, magical plot element. Let's go with that. He's like, he's better than Batman. He doesn't even need, like, he's far less preparation time. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't have as much self-control as Batman, but he maybe it's smart yeah well yeah that's his uh great weakness his achilles heel if you will <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Killed a times. Yeah. But, uh, yeah yeah speaking of it's where he nearly got killed anything you guys want to mention about episode two besides uh 
the shocking revelation that the human head could not turn 360 degrees. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Is this the one? Actually, I was very su- surprised at this intro, too, especially, you know, being older and a little bit more about how, uh, you know, our political system is that's disaster. And and a little bit how, of knowing how Japan's political system is um, also a disaster. <laughs> uh, or not necessarily politics, but, well, yeah. Uh, I was surprised at how much they touched upon there. It was interesting. They basically kind of, especially at that time, were acknowledging the fact that the Yakuza just ran everything, or most things. Yeah. Very interesting. See, that's the yeah, that's the the parts of the anime that I really liked a lot. It's just when they kind of started to dive into whatever he was doing in that particular episode. That was really cool. Their election system and all that—that that was neat. Yeah. Although the girl, I actually almost stopped watching the episode because I couldn't stand that girl. She just was messing with me. She found her to be really annoying. The girl. Problems. Yeah, like she needs she needs years of therapy, and she may not be cleared to walk among, you know, the general populace. So like I'm, I'm certain she might be a sociopath. Oh, she is. I can see that with a father complex. She wanted to sleep with daddy. I don't know if that was quite the point of the episode, but uh... no. <laughs> No, it's just funny there. hearing you say that. Well, that's what that's what he had nice. written in his in his uh, book notebook. Uh, uh, yeah, yes. yeah. Well, he had her number the whole time, which I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. was funny. That was good, but um, yeah. he gets his ass beat. <laughs> oh, like, God. It's like oh, a ping pong uh, ball. That was good. Yep. Mm. You hear someone talk about giving you the treatment, just run. Yeah. <laughs> did he say that? He did, didn't he? Give him the treatment? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. <laughs> ass beatings are us. Yeah, ass uh, beatings are us. Space. The following <laughs> episode features another almost as brutal ass beat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when sleazy guy. Yeah, episode. I guess we're on episode three now. Noodle shop. Yeah. Yeah, the noodle um, shop of horrors. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I think the only me. horror actually making it out, making out with the uh, sleaze ball. Mm-hmm. I'll the aftermath of that. Oh, God, you're breaking up again. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I uh, I can try calling back. Maybe that might help clear it up. I don't know. Should I do an impression? <laughs> yes. Would that make it better. Impression of who? Mm. Ooh. This a, is my impression. A British actor. What? Do a British actor, some one of your. Okay, okay. This is uh, the scene in Jingle All the Way, 
when Arnold Schwarzenegger decides that he it's the best thing on the planet that he's just discovered that he can turn out of the far right lane into that empty space and pass everybody <laughs> he, he does that because he's, he's late for his kids karate practice or his karate recital or demonstration and he's like he's looking he's really excited about it he's like looking out the window at everybody he's like ah, ah, I'm passing you I'm passing all of you <laughs> and then he ends up getting pulled over by a cop and the cop is like I'm gonna fucking test you for being drunk driving and he's like I'm not drunk and then and then he makes him like touch his nose he makes him walk in a straight line and he's like now say that alphabet and then Arnold's just like A B C and then the cop is like backwards <laughs> and then I think mm. it cuts to the next scene <laughs> yes Oh, that's good filler. Oh. How, how do you sound now? Mm. I think it. How the fuck should I know? You sound good now. Oh, you sound good. You sound Let's good. Assume. It worked, Mike. Intermission. <laughs> you can cut that out if you want. Oh, I don't even care. Oh man, uh, it's only. I know it's super annoying, Lionel, but it hasn't happened throughout the entire episode. It's just. Little bits that you yeah. can probably just, edit I out. Keep, I keep fucking losing steam. It's like I'm trying to wind myself up and be excited about this, and it's like oh, you're cutting out again. It's like like every t- nah. yeah. Uh, I think what we have so far is really good, though. But yeah, we should keep going. Yeah. Okay. Seems like every time I start to get hyped about it, it's like uh, mobile data is like, nope, I'm gonna stop working now. Mm. <sighs> Whatever. Um, yeah, I was on episode three. Uh, the, 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 I don't know. Was there anything that stood out, stood out about that episode to you guys? That it was we very about already. Yeah, not that we haven't talked about already. It was just really chill, you know. Mm. And it was a nice break, and the girl was a sweetheart, and they drew little lines in her hair to let you know that she's homely, and <laughs> uh, and the sleazy guy's cool. He's pretty funny. It's just for, you know, he's a piece of shit. Was he a yakuza? Yeah. Well, he says he's part of a specific branch of the yakuza, and you see him talking to that uh, underling. Tells him to uh, give the boss his regards. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's a uh, small moments between him and Kentaro I like, namely uh, right before the big confrontation where he's like, You've got no respect for me. And Kentaro says, No. <laughs> it's like a small thing, but I laugh hella hard at that every time. I think I remember talking, I remember us talking about that. Um, actually, one thing that, you know, the end is always <laughs> that, and it's it's more of a me thing again. But it it does bum me out because it's like she's totally like 
in love with him and he doesn't realize it and then he just leaves mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of sad actually it's very sad <laughs> just for for and like it's they they play it like a happy ending like she's happy that she'll see him again someday and, and he is completely oblivious but mm-hmm. like I don't know just watching it happen it was kind of it just makes me think of times in my life where I've been like could things have gone differently or did I read a situation completely wrong but I Mm -hmm. I try not to dwell on that type of shit too much but like watching that scene happen it was just it's just like oh this is a misunderstanding like and it's it's kind of cute speaks to his personality but it's also like it's too bad (laughs) yeah the um the impression I got with that episode and kind of how it related to me a little bit, and I started thinking, I was like, damn, this guy's a workaholic. He's just because he, like Mike was saying, kind of oblivious to what's happening around him when it comes to interacting with people and emotions and stuff. He seems so focused on the job or the task or learning that next thing that he just, <sighs> that's all he really cares about. And, granted, in this case, it was a prevent. I think some life altering trauma. Right. I mean, it was preventing, yeah. it was, was preventing ruin her. Yeah. It was, I mean, he does help these people and helps them come to some sort of like realization in their life. That part that, that like seems to always happen, but it really does seem like he's always moving on to the next thing and trying to learn the next big thing. So even though the relationship situations that pop up, he doesn't really seem to think about or care that much about. He just seems so focused on just learning more and more. He's just, he's just all about just like educating himself and learning about the world. So I like that. I like that about him, but I also kind of see how that's kind of a downside because you never get close to anyone. And you just focus so much on the job and learning and getting smart while everyone else just kind of fades away. So that's, the sad reality about of, of learning. Yeah, there's a give and take to any path you uh, go down, and in that case, you know he's learning a lot more, but he's kind of suffering in ways that come when you don't, uh, you know, plant your feet or take yeah. root anywhere. Yeah, look, something that came to mind that I was thinking about is when he was at the noodle shop, and after I watched the first few episodes, I was like, wow this guy is not going to be able to be hired at a real job. He's going to have a very hard time after he's done doing all these random jobs. Cause he's, he's becoming a Jack of all trades and not really mastering anything. So it, it well, just, he's it, actually mastering everything. Yeah. Well, get any job he wants. Yeah. We're talking about, yeah, maybe I'm wrong from, from that well, part, I mean, but it just, he's, it's he's just like one step away from a law degree. Remember? That. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I, but that's the, I mean, he no, he's literally at the step. He just needs yeah. to like go and say, "Hey, can I have my degree?" Basically, yeah, well, yeah. that's the step we're talking about. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Okay, maybe that was that's a- that's him. That's the whole point of the show, though. Is like he won't settle. He has yeah. to keep going on with and experiencing all that life has to offer. And I, I love that the 
to, at least that's the point that I take away. No, and I, th- I think you're right. I guess I just started thinking from the standpoint of like nowadays where everything is so specialized that if you try and do something yeah. like that, you're going to screw yourself over pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know if it's nowadays so much as you keep trying to like put this through like a realistic lens. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's just, yeah. oh, you know what I'm, you know what I'm noticing about this? And I think it, it's a testament to the show is mm-hmm. that we're all kind of reading ourselves into it, but in different ways. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I will admit I'm reading way too hard into all of this and I'm trying to compare it to way too many things in reality. I know it's an anime. I know it's not real. I know a lot of things going on there. Sorry, there's nothing wrong it's, with that. It's, it's just from coming from me and how I've looked at life and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just reflects so many things that I think about yeah. all the time that I'm just yeah. seeing it. It just makes sense. I yeah. mean, you know, it's a, it's a reflection of life and all that, but also it, it's it's a very, I think all of us have um, struggled somewhat with trying to figure out what we want to do with ourselves as yeah. far as like career. And even if we do nail it down specifically, we, we're all still kind of like, oh, how do I do this? Is this really what I want to do? Like, do I, I want to do these other things too, you know? So mm. I think it kind of speaks to that a little bit, which is why it, it is such like a nice escapist anime where it's like, if I, if I was a more bolder person, maybe I could do something like what Kintaro does. Like, I mean, there are people who do it, but it's like in real life, you have to be comfortable with a certain struggle, you know? Mm. Like if you're yeah. gonna go to Europe, then for like a long time, then you gotta be willing to you know figure out the logistics of staying there, like getting you know jobs like here. I'm gonna be a barista here. I'm gonna wait tables here. I'm gonna work at an art gallery here, or whatever it is you want to do. But like, it is kind of possible to live sort of this bohemian lifestyle that he he does, um, just not the idealized version, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, but he spends a lot of time camping. Yeah, I would imagine. So, in a sense, he's homeless. Yeah, yeah. he is he's I, bohemian. I think. I think maybe I couldn't have. Maybe I didn't enjoy it as much as I probably should have because I was thinking way too hard about all this stuff and how it was. Mm-hmm. How I was trying to compare it to so many things that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you were kind of looking at like the technical aspects of yeah. it and. You know, yeah, I think it's... like like I said before, we've all kind of honed in on something a little different. I feel kind of like Mike latched onto a, a humanistic element of it, whereas um, what I uh, constantly uh, what constantly brings me back to want to watch it is the fact that <laughs> his his sex drive is borderline a mental illness, and he overcomes it. He not over, only overcomes it, but he does. His damnedest to do right by other people, help people, and he usually leaves a positive impact on those he's encountered. I really, yeah. I really wish I had a time machine so I could go back and watch this with my younger self and see what I would think. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I really want to know. Kind of curious about that too. I really want to know because I can. I know for a fact it wouldn't be. I know if I heard myself talking the way I'm talking about this anime right now back then, I would I would just say, Shut up, Joe. Just stop talking and enjoy the thing. And yeah. it's just you're overthinking it. And it, it is it is a I think it is a testament to how 
I guess, subversive the series is that, like, when I was young, I was into all the titties and shit, and it was amazing. <laughs> I don't think I, I whacked off to it. <laughs> I, I'm going to say I didn't, but, but like, that was definitely what I was focused on. But there, like I was saying, like, I brought it up, like, there are these little tiny things that stuck with it, like, stuck with me as, like, and have kind of factored, like, I don't know if I'd be the same way without it, mm. maybe, but, like, just mm-hmm. little things, like, being a jack-of-all-trades or trying to, like, these weird little ideas and like helping people just these he's very he's very he's stuck with me and maybe rubbed off a little bit or maybe i just identified with it as a child and didn't realize it until now mm. not as a child as a teenager yeah i like the anime though it's quite yeah. it was fun very enjoyable yeah it's a lot of fun it and is. It's maybe the main reason why I picked it. Um, oh, yeah. There's something else I should probably confess to. Uh, I picked this anime mainly for myself since it should be coming out in the first week of March. I'm not sure. if It uh, it wouldn't have occurred by then, but uh, March is my birthday month. Is yes. The point to all this the rambling. Three O. <laughs> so I'm treating myself. Yeah, I will be treating myself all month, so get ready. <laughs> cool. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of that, <laughs> this is the first week in March that you're hearing this. Uh, <laughs> I'd just like to apologize for at least my show on my behalf for dropping the ball completely on Black History Month. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no uh, black characters yeah. in Goldeneye. <laughs> and I've been trying to do my <laughs> overlooked 90s badasses on Twitter and keep them black and proud, but it's like, I mean, unless I'm going to like just pick out every single cast member of Living Single, it's kind of, it's it's a little hard. But <laughs> We'll see. Hopefully I've stepped up my game by the time you hear this. Yeah. We gotta see. Yeah. I still think we should do, do an episode, anything, because there's... You missed Living Single. That's, I'm glad that you watched, you watched that. That's awesome. I watched the shit out of it. Awesome. I watched this. this house when it came out. What was that? I watched that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, but, I'm just glad to hear. Just glad to hear. Of course, I watched it. We, I have it all on DVD. Yeah. No, Joe. I think you're thinking of in Living Color. No, no. I'm thinking of well, Living Color was just as good, but Living okay. Single and Living Color. That's are both awesome. Fantastic. You yeah. have it all on DVD. That's so, so tight. Well, they only released the first season, which sucks, but um, I have the yeah. We got that. Damn, I love that. TC Carson. Yeah. Yes, Kratos himself. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. I love that voice. Maxine, mm. Queen Latifah. Yep. Overton. Yeah. Obi. Singer brother. Uh huh. Yeah. Good stuff. Shit. I can never remember the the doofy girl. What's her name? Shoot. Overton's girlfriend. What's yeah. her name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I just don't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, she was like Phoebe is the white version of her. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. A, yeah, that's a good. It's true. Man, there's some. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing just working through this chronologically has failed. Though that may just be. No, I think we're doing fine. Where are we at? Number five now. On account of. Uh, Four? Technical okay. difficulties. Uh, we were finishing up on three. I guess we're on four now. 
Kintaro was... at the pool. Ah, yes, the pool. <laughs> Which, ah. um, I feel kind of like number four is the weakest episode for me. It also oh. has significantly the funniest scene in all the series. <laughs> I don't think it's the weakest. I, I don't know. I always liked this one. That one stuck out in my head, too. That's another goddamn thing that's like... I always say to myself, like, I want to start swimming because it's such a good workout, and I wonder if that's... Yeah. And I still have it, but I wonder if that goes back to Golden Boy, too. I think it it probably does. Mm-hmm. But, uh... uh works the whole body. Like, um... I can only swim in the summer due to, like, weird-ass laws out where I am. Because it gets filled out here. But, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get you ripped. <laughs> so, yeah. may- maybe this was just... In the sub, I, I didn't uh, watch the dub, but was she from Africa? Because I said they mentioned something about Africa. What, was no, she, she, she's. Uh, okay. He just keeps comparing her to a wild jungle cat. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> what the? That's what they what say was. something about beasts in the dub. Yeah. Or, you've unleashed yeah. the beast in me, and I've unleashed the beast in you, or some shit. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. I wasn't sure if it was yeah. just like a tan that she had or if she was actually from Africa or something. It's like Ashley talking about she's like got the eyes of a beast and she's like on the prowl. Yeah. Like an he doesn't call her a Nubian goddess. Yeah. Ooh, that's a, that's another staggering omission. No black chicks in this series, I don't think. He's in Japan, no. but technically all Japanese, even though. Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty diverse looking girl I mean there's a the first girl we meet is pretty much a white girl <laughs> yeah yeah Blonde. but it, but it is in Japan but also mm-hmm. that's kind of like I was watching it and being like you know this I kind of forget that this is in Japan I mean, like there are some very Japanese settings and stuff but for the most part it does feel like it could be anywhere like it, it does feel a little uh, universal yeah. as far as setting. Mm. Well, that is probably some legit aspect to the appeal. Is uh, one of the things I found out in researching the show is that um, Golden Boy had a, a pretty big role in popularizing anime in Russia huh. due to its run on Russia's uh, NTV channel. Hmm. Like looking up information on that channel and Golden Boy's run on it was nigh on impossible. But that huh. fact alone is pretty interesting. Uh, one thing I found very different in this episode compared to all the other episodes is how it ended. All the other episodes I noticed, it always ended with them feeling terribly sad and missing him and wish and trying wishing he would come back. Uh, that that's still kind of same happened here, but it didn't seem as crazy intense. She wasn't weeping. She wasn't crying. She wasn't trying to find yeah. him. It was very, yeah. Yeah. yeah like I, I like that. Also, I want to say he's also more gone yeah. by the end of that episode. Than the other. Yeah. But I like that. Cause it, they didn't make every single girl the same yeah there were some like in the in the 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 ramen shop episode she they they, she wasn't like fucking gaga and shit over him and and this girl like you could tell she's not the type of person to do that and they they kind of stick with their with her characterization like by the end like 
she is still stoic, but she's she's going over things in her head. She's not like completely insane. Yeah, uh, she doesn't uh, really change that much. Her attitude towards him changes, but yeah, yeah. I know I, I like but this episode. I, I I like her, and I don't know if it's the dark and mysterious thing. Uh, kind of like she kind of reminded me of a little bit of like Kate Libby in Hackers. Mm. Um, she's just like calm and confident and cool yeah uh, it's kind of and i love her haircut i just love the way she looks <laughs> um, and she's a boss like all of these chicks are kind of well i mean it's cool like she's like she's like the opposite of the girl in the first episode like she's just boss she's got her shit handled like she runs the place you know yeah but uh she's still like grows too and she realizes oh like maybe he was right about how we should treat these kids <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was kind of endearing to see kintaro with the babies yeah I did, I did laugh at the line of him going on about all the stuff he's got to deal with with him like the the drippings the dumpings the boogers yeah. and the fact that they all smell like kids <laughs> yeah that's another thing like the and that was really funny but at the same time it brought me back to like the first episode where it's like they did their research on this like mm-hmm. this dude probably like knew someone who worked at a tech company and he probably like knew somebody whoever wrote it i'm talking about like probably knew someone or maybe he himself like worked with kids in a swimming pool or something Damn. Mm-hmm. it just seemed like all the research was like yeah you know, it was on point yeah that was that was one of my favorite parts about the series the research and the yeah in detail it's it's, it's nice seeing the um solutions he comes up with like this one in particular uh, the like what he does to improve the situation he was in it feels infinitely more heartfelt than some of the other ones. <laughs> like they they kind of spell out how like ruthlessly this woman was running that pool. When they say, "Okay, uh, sometimes you just got to help the kids. You just push them under the water and hold them there." <laughs> it worked. Yeah, no. That was a bit horrifying. Making the game out of it was like so adorable, adorable, simple, and completely effective to the degree yeah. that maybe you let. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I love it, I like that aspect of it most. Yeah. I think. And something, another thing I guess I like about it is I remember like being that. Like, just, even just watching it again, I was like, I remember learning how to swim. It was fun. And uh, I think I was a little older. <laughs> like, not like crazy older, but like just a little bit older as a kid, like learning how to swim. And I remember doing the rings and everything. And even before that, I remember learning how to dunk my head underwater without freaking out. You're just getting used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It did make me kind of think back with swimming and how I don't know how to swim and how horrible. <laughs> Uh, that experience was of people trying to teach me how to swim and how I couldn't pass my PE class if I didn't get in the pool in the fucking kiddie pool with little floaties on and everyone else is swimming. And, uh, I'm done. I'm just going down a, going down a dark it's place. Okay, Joe. It was bad. Jesus it was really. So I'll teach you how to swim if you want. No, it's oh. no. I 
I do not like the water because of that high school experience. It was a whole semester. Yeah. It was not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's not a good place to learn to swim. Let's, no. Let's yeah. Really high school is not a picture of sensitivity. I was in the the shallow. You know, excuse me. Like you know, <clears throat> I was while everyone else was doing laps. I was way on the on the other side with little floaty things on me, and I just had to kind of float back and forth. It was the most horrifying and just embarrassed. It's just God, that sounds so bad. And it, I'm that's so terrible. Sorry. I and I would that's not, awful. I would not pass PE if for that entire time if I just didn't go back and forth, back and forth. And it's just, oh, that's so fucking terrible. Did yeah. they even try to teach you that's how to like, swim PE properly? Teacher. No, they just they just told me put this on. We know you don't know how to swim while they're doing laps. Just kind of go back and forth and. Yeah, that's good. That's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess I gotta like even the score here and give an embarrassing middle school story. I think I've told you guys both of this, but this was like at Albany Middle, like the old Albany. It's now Ocean View. I don't know why I'm saying this. No one gives a shit. But uh, yeah, one time they had like sectioned off places where there were bathrooms, but they were kind of like locked off or I got the impression you weren't supposed to go there but then there was a bathroom that everybody used and uh, and there was only there's like a few urinals and one stall and the stall was missing the door and it was set up so that if you walked in uh, you would walk in you would you had to turn this corner to get to the bathroom. And when you turn that corner, you would look immediately into this open stall. And so, <laughs> so one oh. time I, I had to go and I think I looked around and I was too, like at this point in my life, I wouldn't have like gone to like find like a teacher or something to open the door to get to those other bathrooms. that I wasn't sure what the deal with was. So I went into that bathroom <laughs> And I was like sitting there, and I, it was bad. I had to go. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just like oh, shitting and squirting, and like and people <laughs> would like turn the corner and see me there. Like I remember oh, this one no. this one kid who used to like sit with me when I drew. Uh, like I would just draw at lunch, and he would sit and watch me sometimes. Like he turned the corner, and he had just like this shock look on his face, like. <laughs> Well, that, not like he thought it was funny, but he's just like horrified. <laughs> oh God, this is happening! God damn! But then these uh, these older kids who I didn't know came in and like they were like laughing and shit, and then uh, and then this fucking kid like he like got napkins or some shit, and then he like brought them to me, and he was like, "Oh, here, use it well." Oh. I was like chucking and then chuckling yes. and then left and but yeah, I was fucked up. Like my mom talked to the fucking school about that shit. She was just like, mm-hmm. "You should not have had to have done that." You're right. Damn. Damn. That is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Uh, thanks That's for that. Yeah. It is bad. I think I. I don't know if it happened. It didn't happen. I don't know if this was the same occasion, but I think I remember like having to leave PE to like go god and i remember like farting and shit on the way there but like it was fucked god what is up with pe 
Um, you guys, I can I can remove these if you guys aren't comfortable with them being. <laughs> no, the no, I want you to keep mine in. I don't mind. You can keep uh, mine in too. Uh, uh, the, yeah, mine kind of rests on. It doesn't make sense if Joe's isn't there. But, okay, I feel yeah. like I should contribute, but I can't think of any embarrassing swimming stuff. Got a minor one. <laughs> And I don't know how long it happened to me, but I think at one point, this was out like during uh, one of our many trips to either Reno or Vegas or something. I was like still young. I can't remember. I think I may have been like early middle school age or maybe late elementary. But like I was swimming. I don't know what was wrong with the trunks I was swimming in. They were like way too tight. And I realized while underwater, (laughs) I'd been peeking out a bit. (laughs) (laughs) like <laughs> <laughs> based on how the trunks felt when I realized I also realized that I may have I'd probably been peeking out for some number of some amount of time I was above water oh Jesus yeah you weren't conscious of it while it was happening Oh man! <laughs> I was just conscious after the fact, and then it was kind of like, "Oh God, how many times? How long?" How many- JC so- Junior was making himself known to the world. <laughs> uh, thank you. Oh, boys. there you go. There we go. We, we <laughs> aired us all, you audience. Our shame. In my case, yeah. my liberal shame. I suddenly feel much better. Thank you. <laughs> thank you both of you. Let's go off the subject of pools now. Mm. Get to uh, like in what may have been the most pornographic episode of the series. Now, outside of the the pornographic parts with that motorcycle, I would have to say this episode. I seriously was almost on the floor laughing when he when he took his bike and he flew off that um I guess the bridge or something, and he kept saying uh, was it uh, study 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 study, and he just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lost my shit with that. That was that was yeah. beyond fun. And then he yeah. ap- and then he appeared at the bottom on the road, and it's just man, yeah. that was great. That was kind of that. That was like the moment for me where I was just like, I was easing back in, but then at that point I was like, I'm I'm back in. Like, this is so great. <laughs> that that did it. That was just it was yeah. it was so ridiculous. Oh man. That made it all all worth it. Like I remember being thrown off when I was younger, like her weird obsession with her bike and of her character. But like uh, looking at it now, it almost makes perfect sense. Like I don't know why. I know she <clears throat> like based on like the, like the not only just the area she lived in, but I guess the, her station within society and the manner of conduct she had to maintain. You knew there was a lot being bottled up, and it had to come out somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> All over Bimbo Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember the <laughs> first time I watched it was one of those I can't let anyone see this moment. <laughs> when I realized she was getting off on the bike, I had to like 
minimize the video and turn down the volume. And I'm like looking over my shoulder the whole time, like, oh god, how long is this gonna last? I can't let anybody walk in. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about roommates walking in. I, my roommates now wouldn't give a shit, but like roommates in the past, I'd be like, take a little explaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she was grinding into that thing. I mean, she just wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Has, since she has the, in that little garage was especially uh, graphic. She's like, yeah. I mean, at, at first I was like, okay, she's getting into this a little bit. But then in that, I was like, damn, she is just. Yeah. Another thing that stuck with me to this day, and Jumbo Cables, you'll know this. Every time I see a Porsche, <laughs> I, the I was going to mention this too. Yeah. yeah, there's a line that kind of became a running gag between me and Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll it's... never look at a porch the same way. Yeah. That's good. Tiny penises. Mm. Yeah, um, this, this, uh, episode kind of reminded me of an uh, element of my adolescence, uh, Michael kind of know, well, maybe kind of know what I'm talking about, where uh, Wincantaro sees the motorcycle rider in her, um, what do you call it, traditional get-up before he realizes they're one and the same. He mentions that just a, a look from her would cause him to just about lose it. Uh, mm. Yeah, there was a girl in high school who kind of like, not necessarily a look, but anytime she talked to me, I kind of freeze up and then like start I didn't quite talk I sort of made noises and nodded (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm. that was that was another thing they did that pretty well a few times and I it was another podcast uh, a podcast that I listened to they were kind of talking about that how uh, the person was saying that you know, back in the day, you get that handhold, and it's just like immediately shot into your underwear. <laughs> like, <laughs> so they they do that. Like they show that electricity running, and it's I know it's so relatable. Like when you get those those weird moments with someone, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just like the slightest thing or slightest touch, and less and less and and in your old age but when you're younger it's just like oh fuck like damn just everywhere yeah yeah I remember in middle school there was this one girl that I just I would physically be in pain every time I just would spot her <laughs> I mean my body would shiver I would have a sharp pain in my stomach and my my uh I just it would be hard to breathe so it's just and that's not even when she would like just touch me or look at me. She just, yeah. if I saw her or thought I saw her. She's there. Yeah, yeah, that, it was, yeah. yeah. Definitely as a kid. Yeah, I don't really get like goo goo gaga or, or tongue tied with, uh, although it, it rarely, sometimes it, 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 I guess in recent years it kind of has happened a couple times with me where, but it, it wears off pretty quickly. Yeah. Where I've, I've like known girls where I've just been like, oh shit, like I fuck, I don't know, I what do I say right now? Like, <laughs> every, I just sound like retarded. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely gotten, I mean, I no longer have that kind of problem as a, in middle school, like I did in middle school anymore, but it's definitely a yeah. different yeah. experience. Being, yeah. Young, it's funny. We keep referencing like middle and, and high school and shit with Kentaro's like 25. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But there, that's, that's more of that universal element. Yeah. Or that, like, this isn't just like the age group or like the sort of lifestyle. This is also just being a dude. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And then we get to episode six, my favorite episode, and an interesting one in that it feels simultaneously heartfelt and self interesting way to close out the series. I'm pretty sure this episode is anime exclusive. Like, I don't think there's been like that in the manga, at least as far as I read the manga. Yeah, it is. I I really dig that episode. It's just like... It's so meta. <laughs> it's just like... You could tell like all of it was like related to probably struggles that they had in the animation process. And uh, and I think that that's kind of culminated in the fact that they look at the desks and they're like, oh, it's so dirty. And then they keep looking back at it, and then you realize it's a picture of an actual dirty desk. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> it was probably from the actual studio. And uh, yeah. I don't know. I was going to ask if you knew, uh, like, were the people there like modeled after like real people that worked there or anything? Um, I don't know for certain. I'm pretty sure that uh, when they they brought in the uh, author of the manga, they were adapting. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be like a a played up like image of the creator of Golden Boy. Yeah, like, like I was just really how funny. shameless they talk about how cool and handsome and slick he is. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, especially I like his it's, voice in the dub because his voice in the dub doesn't really match his face, but it's still it's like incredibly funny that it doesn't match. Yeah, well, I felt kind of like that way about Kintaro too, but listening to his subbed voice, it actually does fit in a odd way. Um, mm. It's something I can say like uh, early to mid '90s dubs is they were. I feel like this is the they were kind of figuring out. I guess what an anime dub should be out here like yeah it's not quite its own thing i think they're still kind of pulling inspiration from cartoons like like you know classic cartoons the cartoons uh covers probably grew up with mm-hmm. but they've got a good idea they've got the right idea and they're putting the work in at least acting it's like it stands out is i think the performances are good but the voices are a little wonky Hmm. I know. I th- I think it's all good, but it's it's definitely the the same actors in every anime, <laughs> <laughs> which I kind yeah. of find charming. Because um, <laughs> like you know your Steve Blooms and your Cam Clarks and shit, but like there's this one guy whose voice I kept hearing a few times. And it's like I know he's in Cowboy Bebop, but he's just one of those voices that's like. 
he's always the side characters. He's never the main dude, yeah. so you would never like know his name. <laughs> uh, well, with throughout the series, episode one and episode six are probably my favorite. I I really did like this one a lot because it did kind of give you an insight into how animation was made. I loved how it opened up with all the animators sleeping underneath their desks and there was junk food and ramen everywhere. That was great. Kind of giving you an inside look and how the cartoons are made. That was, yeah. that, that was, yeah. I like yeah. that. And it is, it's, it is like being, you know, older too and seeing, I, I haven't seen too much of it. And I, I think some of that kind of mentality is falling as companies are realizing they need to take better care of their employees. Yeah. Um, but like just being in an office and being at crunch and you know seeing how and what people eat and people not taking breaks and stuff is um yeah and it's all because yeah. they're passionate about something mm. it's it's interesting to see yeah it's interesting to go back and see that in something from my childhood i liked how he uh saw that and he wanted them to eat more healthy uh, so he actually started making was a vegetable soup. I think he had said, or yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah, but I thought that was <laughs> that was neat. He's always I like his character because he's always trying. He tries to be so helpful. He's just he's always thinking about other yeah. people, just yeah. how he can help. Yeah. And he usually sees it's kind of like mm. yeah. Well, it's kind of uh, something that's in, inspired me in that like he you see him drawing from previous experience some stuff he sees some stuff he doesn't some stuff you've seen him do some stuff you haven't mm. but like he always finds something he can do yeah. that's something yeah. I try to do. I love that about him mm-hmm. God, I just want to hang out with him oh yeah no he's 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 like the anime mega bro yeah, if you don't want to hang out with Kentaro, something's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you're a very sexy lady, then maybe I could understand wanting <laughs> to hang out with him. I don't know. Even then, it seems like <laughs> after a while, well, yeah, like, he's like, got a heart of gold. You'll get used to him. I, it, it seemed like all the girls at the uh, startup place uh, got um, liked him yeah, after they after the uh, sea incidents. Yeah. yeah, he kind of becomes their. Uh, mascot almost <laughs> yeah he, he seems like the kind of person that would grow on you after a while like at yeah. first just kind of like oh man he just gets on my nerves cool. but it's just, i just i need him around yeah, it's very interesting it's not even after a while it's like a week yeah <laughs> yeah it's i made this comparison with lupon too and people aren't going to know who or what i'm talking about but again mark gonzalez i get vibes is he's a real person you can look him up like videos of him he is kind of the, the person who like uh almost invented modern day street skating you could say but he's also like super creative and an artist and he runs all these companies and he's just creative and he's travels all over the world and it's just like that's the closest thing we could get to a real Kentaro. Just to replace <laughs> the obsession with, with titties and ass with like a, an obsession with like skateboarding <laughs> and, and making art. I yeah. can see that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But the comparison again, like, I, I mean, 
it is kind of like talking about Lupin. There, I feel like he's a. I don't know why I'm talking about Lupin again, but he seems like if Lupin were slightly more lovable and had maybe more grounded in the pain. Yeah, yeah, had you know wasn't always looking out for just himself. You know, I know it's a it's a similar it's a strange it's an interesting archetype that the Japanese have is the the wacky guy or the wacky character. It's I love it. Uh, yeah, it's kind of I mean you see that in Ed too and Cowboy Bebop. Like mm-hmm. strange. It's a happy go lucky wacky. i like i like to think that there's an element of that inside of me somewhere like suppressed by all the depression and rage i see it some sometimes it's pretty funny (laughs) the golden boy within lionel yeah (laughs) it comes out yeah Um, i was trying to let it out on this episode but technical difficulties that is the magic of editing <laughs> You'll make yeah. it work. Just, well, I just, can't edit joy into myself now, can I? Oh, yes, you can. Yes, at you the, can. Just at the end, just make a bunch of crazy happy noises and then just insert them like randomly throughout the episode. That's also what my opening and closing bits are for. Yeah, there you go. You got this. Yeah, uh, yeah this is, I feel like this might be running kind of long. Let me, uh, jump into the recommendations really quick um yeah well one of the things i came across like golden boy on top of just being an awesome show also led to me watching another anime after a review of yeah a review of golden boy i read after the fact after watching just to see what this you know the consensus on it was a review i read about golden boy mentioned that the character in the series overall was very similar to another series called Great Teacher Onitsuka. Mm. That comparison was maybe the sole reason why I decided to watch Kyo. Yeah, I could see that. That is a big one. It, I was, it's I was a, there's some similar elements there. Um, both uh, Kentaro and Onizuka draw from a sort of worldly wisdom uh, rooted in I should say well there's a humility to it but it's not as present in Onizuka as it is in Kintaro Um, Onizuka is also not as capable (laughs) as Kintaro in some ways but maybe more capable in others um, I think if you like one character you'll find yourself enjoying the other Um, yeah Again, he's the lucky uh, guy. Yeah. But uh, in the case of uh, Onizuka, he's more apparently badass as well. But, you know, they balance the two elements out pretty well. Another instances of that, uh, another recommendation, I should say, features the same sort of element in regards to the main character. It's a series called City Hunter. Uh, Joe, have you watched any of that? I don't think I've no, I don't think I've seen that yet. I know it was running it ran on KTH at one point, at least the first episode, but I don't know how long. Hmm. 
Maybe I'm thinking of Slayers. No, yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. But, um, it's a similar thing where you have a uh, very competent main character who's kind of divided between his ability and his uh, <laughs> near-crippling sex drive. Take a drink every time I say sex drive in this episode. Um, I think he said it like three times. Sex drive, sex drive, sex drive. Now you're drunk. <laughs> anyway. Um, same sort of situation. Granted, uh, City Hunter's a lot more action-oriented. But again, if you character and seeing him kind of wrestle with element, you'll enjoy it. The um, last one I'm going to recommend is a series I've been meaning to get back to. Not exactly contemporary, but it was made in the early 90s. It's called Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Uh, uh, it's a sci-fi series that kind of uh, pokes fun at sci-fi, not just in the anime scene. Sci-fi was really big in anime in regards to the 80s, and they kind of pull from a lot of tropes, character archetypes, but have fun with it. And not only is the main character, Tyler, again, a somewhat similar archetype, not He's more carefree and lazy than Kintaro and occasionally displays what could either be a strange worldly wisdom, a whole lot of luck, or the fact that he's secretly some kind of super genius. But the humor in Tyler, while less perverted, is very similar to Golden Boy. And if you like one, you'll probably like the other. Um, any recommendations on urines? Uh, yeah. My butt and your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Actually, speaking of that, Beavis and Butthead do America. About two little horn dogs going on a great journey. That's a good one. You meet their dads. Yeah. That was awesome. Like I said, my butt and your butt. He doesn't realize how brilliant that joke is, is what's funny. <laughs> uh, Joe, anything from you? I'm fixated on what he's... The butt. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't... Huh? One of you bastards got a match. Feel <laughs> that laugh. Um, well, shit, I got nothing. Ah... Uh, Thinking of Key the Metal Idol, but that is so far from hubris that <laughs> maybe rough. they were probably made in a simpler time period. Uh nineties animes. I guess, but they're so opposite. Um, mm-hmm. Dirty Flash, maybe that. Dirty Pair Flash. Dirty Pair Flash. Yeah, let's go with that. That was humorous, but not in the humor that is rel- this kind of humor. Yeah, I got nothing. Oh yeah. All right. Um, Anything you guys want to say to close out this podcast? Uh, Well, I just want to be the very best, like no one ever was. But to catch them is my real test. To train them will be my cause. Joe, anything from you? This anime 
it was reminding me how fucking shitty my childhood was. That's, uh, <laughs> I was so sorry, Joe. <laughs> so, more bad memories came up after watching this show. Oh, God. Good ones, well, but... At least there were no Ugh. dogs. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. The dogs. I remember the dogs. Let's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think for next week I'll sh- I should pick something shorter. Yeah. Uh, but outside of my shitty childhood, this anime was awesome. And I'm glad I finally watched it because it really does feel like another one of those animes you should probably... It's just one of them you, sh- you just need to watch. It just has to be within a discussion of anime. It's just that's one of them. Yeah. So it's a classic. Oh, my- I got it. So, um, there's two animes that I consider my first anime. One is what's technically my first anime. And then there's the anime I saw and realized that this was something different. And I think next week we'll talk about that. So, yeah. All right. All right. And what is next week? Uh, yeah, there you go. That's that's the, you know, the chopped up version. Uh, uh, do something funny, gentlemen. Uh, what are we watching next week? Oh dear. <laughs> oh god, you're really gonna. Have to I can't remember. Did we get it in the bag already? What was it? It was... It, yeah, that... Ooh, they're they're going to find out in the episode preview. Wait a minute. I thought this was the episode preview. I'm so confused. No, this is... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, oh, yeah. Michael, don't listen to my show. I, I mean, do. Oh, I, <laughs> 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 You're both very good at making me cry. <laughs> Wait, so the outro is not the same as... Oh yeah, that's right. The preview. We didn't do an outro? For Golden Boy? This oh yeah, me. that's right. You do an outro and then a preview. <laughs> yes. So you do the outro by yourself. That's right. Oh, am I supposed to say a final thought? I think you could, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you for listening and <laughs> Yeah, good night people. So yeah, there's Golden Boy as it was intended. <laughs> anyway, thanks for bearing with us. Hopefully the next bonus episode I do will be under better terms. Uh alright, oh special thanks as always to Submorphine for the opening synthetic highway. Check them out on soundcloud.com slash submorphine, S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. Special thanks to Squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N, for the closing theme, nah, not closing theme, promo theme, anime Raku. There's two exclamation points, and it just rocks. Uh, feel free to check out Squarion at uh, facebook.com slash Squarion. And his Flash Project, Project Stick, at facebook.com slash Project Stick. 
Uh, Mike's on Twitter at Hyper90s, all spelled out. Joe's on Twitter at MAGP Returns. And if you happen to want to talk to me, I'm on Twitter at OldTakuConnect. But I also probably would have spent like the next um, 15 years worrying about like my nerves being pulled out. <laughs> Well, any of you covered your ears, spoilers are over. If your ears are covered, how did they hear you say that? <laughs> Next episode is Grappler Baki. <laughs>